How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What up? Welcome. Happy Friday. Big NBA trade request that was made today. Kyrie Irving has requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. So... That's not all that shocking considering yeah. Kyrie Irving is just the latest of the Nets players to request a trade. That was James Harden last year, Kevin Durant this summer, and now Kyrie. So they're basically averaging like one every you know few months. Has Kyrie never requested a trade from the Nets? I think that he was given permission to seek a trade. Partners, right, right. <laughs> because he was on the outs with the team. I remember that. Yeah, just a little bit. And how that, I guess he couldn't buy one. Could not find a trade partner, uh, but according to Shams Charania, who also broke the news, um, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Phoenix Suns, and the Dallas Mavericks have emerged as potential suitors for Kyrie Irving. Apparently, Magic Johnson weighed in saying Kyrie Irving would look good in the purple and gold, which is hilarious that Magic would weigh in because all of Magic's tweets are only the most obvious thing ever. Yeah. It's like basically reading a box <laughs> score, and now all of a sudden he comes in with the hard opinion. So. I don't know if that's a hard opinion. That feels consistent with Matt. Kyrie would look good in the purple and gold. Yeah, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, if he was, they really wanted him, they would have traded for him this summer. Well, yeah. I mean, did you sure the Nets were taking Westbrook back for Kyrie this summer? Westbrook's, I think, stock's a little higher now, but that's a problem. I don't know if they had anything to get him in the summer. Maybe not. I, I don't know, but... Anyway, um, I just find all of this hilarious. Like, it was going to end any other way, but in complete just things being blown to ashes in Brooklyn. How do, and now uh, it's just a, a question of whether Kevin Durant gets traded to. How does Chris Paul and Kyrie Irving work? Is that a thing? In the Suns? I yeah. think it'd be more like Aiton, wouldn't it? Because DeAndre... No, 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 no. I mean, how would they play together on the same team? Oh, aren't, they, oh. <laughs> aren't they just a little too short of a backcourt to be out there at crunch time? Maybe not. They're both amazing. I mean, well, you stagger the minutes. Yeah, okay. You know, like but when can, Harden I, and Chris Paul played together, they weren't on the court all that at the same time all that much. Got it. Yeah, but I think if you have Kyrie and you're the Suns, you need them both on the court in the deep in the in NBA playoffs. Time, yeah, sure. And it's just an odd little little mixture I mean, of people Paul there. Can Chris Paul make it to the end of a season? Also, uh, also Luca and Kyrie. That feels like a very odd fit. Because yeah. Luca just wants the ball in his hand at all times. Yeah, and so does Kyrie. I, I think the one thing about that is the Mavs got to do something. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. I like that for them because you can't double Luka as wantonly if you have Kyrie. So our discussion about Kyrie's trade request and him possibly going to the Lakers led us down another rabbit hole here of Perloff revealing that he doesn't think LeBron passing Kareem for NBA scoring, all-time scoring leader, is really that big of a deal. 
I think it's it's a great record, and LeBron is deserves all the flowers. But it is not a, a sacred record in sports world to me. The all time NBA leading scorer. It, it's, I think it's one of the most sacred ones we have left, quite frankly, because yeah. Barry Bonds and the controversy kind of killed the you know, home run record. Football, they changed the rules so much. Everyone's passing for 4,000, 5,000 yards, right. it feels like. I don't know. Well, I, NBA I scoring like is out of control right now. So NBA that, scoring, remember all the guys with the 50-point games yeah, to start off the season? There's about right. eight players averaging over 30 points, and the three-point line changes everything, and the complete lack of defense <laughs> changes everything. <laughs> yeah. But... I, I don't know. I never thought much about that record growing up. It wasn't a big part of it. I'm like, hmm, I wonder who the all-time leading scorer is. Well, also because Kareem had it by a mile for a, such a long time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he did. Uh, our buddy Big Dave is in Kentucky. Dave, how are you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Loving the show. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. On the, on the, uh, on the LeBron thing, i got I to go with McLevin on this. I don't want to downplay the accomplishment. I mean, it's... Uh, it's phenomenal, and he play. He'll do it in like 150 games less than Kareem's. There, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or I think 100. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think they got. I think he played at the present. I think it's like 152 less. I think if I look or something like that. But listen, let me ask y'all a question. Yeah. Has there ever been a more dysfunctional professional athlete? Comparatively speaking, to the level of talent that he is, mm-hmm. than Kyrie Irving. I mean, Antonio Brown, right, Rick? That's a good yeah. one. I mean, that's a, and that might be even a bit of on a, on a different level. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, active athlete. Because, I mean, <laughs> OJ. No, I'm just oh, joking. No, uh, no, Kyrie hasn't been in that. No, I th- I think he's one of the top ten most talented players in the NBA, but he's number one in headaches, too. So I think that's tough to think of anyone off the top of my head. I mean, I think, Dave, you brought a good one with Antonio Brown. But Antonio Brown, though, a little bit different because he said legal stuff. Like, Kyrie hasn't had legal stuff, you know? We should make the – there's a line of demarcation there. Absolutely. You know, Antonio Brown's been – oh, sorry, Dave, I didn't mean to hang up on you there. Like, Antonio Brown's been accused of some really heinous, horrific things. He's had legal troubles. Kyrie has said incredibly, you know, offensive things, or I'm sorry, he promoted a movie that said incredibly offensive things about Jewish people and the Jewish heritage. He wasn't, you know, that's not, you're not arrested for that. We might find it very unsavory, but he doesn't have legal issues or has not been like an upstanding member of society, you know? I'm trying to think of a player. It's distasteful. Right. Yeah. In any sport who just hasn't shown up. That's what, I mean, Kyrie's biggest sports crime is being absent. He just does not show up all the time. He kind of walked away, he walked away from the Celtics. Yeah. But I'm trying well, to think of somebody like that. You're right, Brown, it gets into some criminal stuff. Yeah, it's, it's different. I there mean, there's the really tons about, of guys who've let down their team over the years, but Kyrie seems to keep coming trades. back to it. Yeah, I mean, like, T.O. was always an issue in the locker room. But, yep. like, I, you know, T.O. never, you know, was promoting anything anti-Semitic or anything like that. Yeah, T.O. was incredibly consistent on the field, always there, always showed up. I mean, I think that's Kyrie's biggest sports crime is that you just don't know if he wants to play basketball and he wants to be there for the team. Um, I think that's his biggest sports crime, yes. Sports crime, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but there's, you know, sports crime's not real. Yeah, well, right, except unless you're a GM who's like, ooh, do I want to pay this guy the max when I don't really know if he wants to play? Well, see, that's another thing about the teams who would be trading for him in theory. So he's a free agent at the end of the year. 
you're going to trade assets or trade something for him for a rental for half the season, or are you going to actually think about giving him a contract extension? Because he just balked at the Nets trying to put stipulations on a contract extension. What's every free front office going to want? Some protections to make sure that he's still going to play and that he's still all in and that he doesn't, you know, say anything that's going to make you have to, you know, uh, put out apologies to your fan base and things like that. You know, absolutely. It's 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 interesting. All right, Doug is in South Carolina. It's it's an interesting mathematical equation for these teams that might trade for him. What's up, Doug? How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing great. Hey, I was calling one to apologize because I called in to give you guys a hard time. If you remember the uh, Jeff Saturday hire, you gave um, us a hard time about it. So I refresh our I memory. Did. Well, I was saying as colleagues that you guys should be supportive. Oh, um, and you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because we're in sports media and he's in sports media. <laughs> Are you a Colts fan, yeah. Doug? No, I'm not. I'm actually a uh, embarrassed to say, but a Cowboys fan. No, so, don't be embarrassed. You made it to the like, divisional round well, this year. Jerry says that's good enough. England, <laughs> when you grow up in New England and you're a Cowboys fan, yeah. Oh. I mean, life's not been good. So. Yeah, it's rough. But <laughs> I was saying, I think one thing when we look at, and this is just something I was thinking about from you guys' conversation about, like, LeBron passing that, I agree with you that, uh, one, I mean, and I'm a Lakers fan and a huge basketball fan. I don't remember how many points Kareem scored or Wilt. Um, but why don't we look at, like, what people, whoever was the – number one scorer one year who was the number one rebounder who was defensive player of the year as actual stats rather than long term with the NBA because like Robert Ory has won like eight NBA championships is he one of the best of all time no but at one point Bernard King was the best player scoring wise in the NBA so when you look at all time stuff I think NBA is the one thing you could look at seasons who was, As opposed who to compiling, you know, yeah. it's a good yeah. thought, Doug. It's a good thought, and and um, you know, you're forgiven on the Jeff Saturday thing. Everyone gets a mulligan, Doug. You're you can take a few. Um, thank you for the call. The one thing about the scoring title, though, is that you have to be in the right situation. Or like, let's take LeBron for example. Yeah. Don't you think LeBron could have the scoring title every year if he yeah. wanted? He puts a premium on passing the ball. He yeah. sees himself I mean, he, more as magic than Michael. If he gets to the assist record, that's way more impressive than the points record. Where is he right now with he's, the assist record? He's getting high. I know. I, I think he'll end up top five. You know, actually, LeBron was second in the league in scoring last year. I, I had forgotten that. But the season was not good. So right. I don't I don't really care much about scoring on a bad team. That doesn't mean a lot to me. I think that's the other thing, too. You can... You can get a lot of points, and if your team's not good, that's not helpful. Well, like Carmelo Anthony, I know. Yeah. Like, he, Melo is a great player. I'm not trying to undercut Melo, yeah. but Melo won a scoring title when he was with the Knicks. Melo's entire career with the Knicks, they won one playoff series. I think LeBron, I LeBron's ultimate legacy is not, I don't think it'll be the scoring title. I think it'll be the finals and the championships. Yeah, 10 straight finals at yeah, one yeah, point. Yeah. Samter, where is he on the all-time assist? He's fourth, but I don't think he's going to climb up. He's too far behind Stockton and Kidd at one and two. And CP3 is three, so I don't think he's passing CP3 at this point because they'll probably play similar mm. amounts of time. Oh, uh, I don't know. CP3 might be done after this well, year. He, but... He's 900 assists behind CP3, and like on a good a year, lot. they average six <laughs> or seven. Yeah, yeah that's so a like, lot. He's got to play two or three more years than, than Chris it. to get in the top three. But still, that's impressive. 
I mean, and remember we criticized LeBron early in his career, passed the ball too much. Uh, yeah. You know? and, oh, remember that thing where he wouldn't shoot in the clutch, apparently, which is probably some truth to that criticism. Did, didn't it start in the All-Star game where he, like, passed up a game-winning All-Star game shot and everyone mm. thought that it was nuts? I mean, I remember it happened in the finals, <laughs> in the first finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very first one against the Spurs. Oh, right. <laughs> they did not have a chance. <laughs> no, they didn't have a chance. So that's Anderson Varejao was going to have four games of his life. That wasn't happening. <laughs> forgot about Varejao. <laughs> oh, Will is in North Carolina from Brazil. Hey, Will, how are you? I, I like this version of uh, Perloff, the sassy version. <laughs> how about Perloff coming from the top rope with the mom joke? Didn't oh, see all, right, all right, let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> Kicking butt and taking names on a Friday. Uh, hey, Will. The news that- the news of Tom at the first of the week, I think he's finally gone. But, I mean, I'm sitting here uh, watching LeBron, and, I mean, he's drove the narrative for the NBA, uh, I don't know, the last 20-some years. I mean, how awkward is it going to be when he finally leaves? Man, good well, question. It's it's a good point. If we if he ever leaves, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, well, Bronny will be there to carry the torch at that point. Yeah, no kidding. No, they're definitely good. I agree. There's going to be a Michael Jordan left. There was definitely a dip in the NBA until LeBron got there. Yeah, and I, there's going to be a post LeBron vacuum. There's, I, I love all these young players, but there's not another LeBron coming up. Uh, John Morant's amazing. Zion's exciting. Jason Tatum's wonderful. They they can't be the singular face of the NBA like LeBron. No, and let's not forget. I mean, this started with LeBron when he was 17. Yeah. Like, it started before he even got to the NBA that the hype was up, and then he's done nothing but exceeded over 20 years. So I don't think that another – we're not – we don't have one right now. But maybe the next Le- – I can't say the next LeBron is around the corner, but maybe we don't have to go as long in between when Michael retired to get the next face of the league. It's going to be tough. I mean – yeah, there are a lot of sort of faces in the mm-hmm. league, like Giannis. A lot of guys splitting it. Giannis, Luca, Jabarant. There's a lot of big Devin Booker, Tatum. I, yep. Tatum. I mean Steph Curry. <laughs> well, Steph Curry's closer to LeBron's age, but right there's you need. I mean the set of circumstances to get other LeBron is going to be tough. Yeah, there's nobody unless there's a six. Oh, Wembenyama. There you go. Oh yeah, French Windmill hasn't even played a minute in the NBA. Yet. He's getting LeBron like the next at LeBron. <laughs> he's getting a lot of LeBron like hype. You I think see he's clips gonna... of him almost every day, like yeah, multiple he's... times a week. I'm like, Zion was hyped in high school. This is the most I've ever seen. I think, I think Zion was equally as hyped, but he just got hurt so often. Okay. Right. Had that big Listen, injury, and then he was just out. I hate to do this with Wembenyama. Have you, anyone who's actually seen him, his body type, does that scream, I'm going to be healthy for tw- 10 years? Knock on wood. Yeah, I'll knock on wood for the guy. I hope I mean, he did is. you see him palm a basketball with two fingers? Nobody looks like it's kind of like a. Uh, Chet Holmgren kind of thing, and he didn't even make it to training camp. So, but there is a there is a lot of hype around this guy. Oh, he I know a, he's amazing. There's not many high school players I can remember who have anything like this. Remember who was like a sneaky person who was hyped before they got to the NBA? Ricky Rubio. Do you guys remember no. that? There were a lot of Rubio highlights. He was playing in Spain. It was like, who is this guy? They uh, still playing. Yeah, he no, might get he, traded on Thursday. He's been traded like all the time. He was in the Dream Team documentary going up against... Not the Dream Team. Yeah, the Dream Team. Oh, not the Dream Team. No, I, that was Tony Kuko. No, the Dream <laughs> Team documentary then talked about the... sub. No, no, sorry. It was the LeBron-Kobe Dream Team. Oh, the Redeem Team. The Redeem Team. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they went up against Ricky Rubio, and he was like the next phenom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was pretty they good They played in that Spain game. in the final. There you go. Yeah. I still need to watch that. Oh, it's pretty good. I'm going to put that on the to-do A lot of Kobe. 
I'm sure. Uh, okay, we see you guys on the phones. Going to get back to you. Uh, conversation's awesome. We will get into some more NFL, though. And later on in the show, Kay Adams is going to join us. One of our good friends. Got a new show, Up and Adams. Breaks a lot of news on the show. Has a lot of fun. And she'll join us a little bit later. All right, we're back with more Maggie and Perloff right after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I wish that we had been on. I'm sorry. Yeah. When I mentioned there's more news today, this one comes from college football, and I wish that we oh. had been live on the air for your reaction to this. We're not really good actors, but should we? Or you're well, a great actor. Should no, I no, no. Recreate it? No, go ahead. Yeah, we can recreate it. Okay. Try to try to do the same reaction you no, had no, in the break. I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. React however you want to react. Okay. It's official. Alabama has hired their new offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese from Notre Dame. So I'm I'm an adopted Alabama fan. Yeah. Because it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. Notre Dame sort of ran a conservative thing up in Notre, up in Notre Dame they kind of won by being an all-around good solid team I, didn't, I never felt like they were a, a like Tommy explosive. Reese I mean but who were their wide receivers they I mean they had a great tight right. end but. but Tommy Reese was not assigned to run a Lane Kiffin like or Steve Sarkeesian like offense well maybe Drew Pine can't do that or couldn't do that no but I mean Reese had been there before I yeah I don't think Notre Dame under certainly under Kelly was not going to run that kind of thing yeah so I just think in the SEC at Alabama you have to be one of these spread guys like Steve Sarkeesian. So, and by the way, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people I know know Tommy Reese. He was friends with the DP show, and oh, he's yeah. awesome. He's coolest guy. But I, I just don't totally get the scheme fit. I'm curious what Nick Saban. Maybe he wants 
not to run a spread crazy offense where they're scoring 50 points a game and maybe get back to his roots. Remember, he won those titles with A.J. McCarron and Greg McElroy. Yeah, he won where a they title play smart football. Six to nine, wasn't that? Or nine six uh, was the final score against LSU in one of those games. Was that the title game or the game of the year earlier in the year? I think, yeah, that's how they used to win. Remember they had a game of the century that was in the regular yeah. season? Leonard they Fournette, played, right, when he was at LSU? My something team. like that. Yeah. And then they played again in that year in the title game. One of them was definitely 9-6. Yeah, it was 9-6. Was That's the kind of football Saban wants? I mean, listen, he's a defensive-minded coach. No, right? but also, too, he does incredible things. A lot of guys he bring in at offense coordinator were not uh, on the highest of highs, and he helped rebuild their careers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like this yeah. is a this is a departure because I thought this was going to be more of like a a place for like a Cliff Kingsbury or something, where sure. a guy who just got fired from one job kind of goes for a little rehab. Yes, Samter. So it was a regular season game. Number one LSU beat number two Alabama nine six. They rematched in the national championship game. Bama rolled them twenty one nothing. Still not exactly a high scoring affair. 21 nothing in college football. That's like the first Could you imagine quarter. watching a 21 nothing game in the national championship? Oof. Where LSU scores nothing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, we kind of got close with TCU this year. <laughs> I didn't want to be the person to say Yeah, it, but it was but... like 90 to 7. So, like, at least you had like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine what that would be like because I felt like I just watched it. Uh, Eric is in Portland, wants to go back to our... Uh, NBA scoring records. Perloff's like, eh, not that impressed with LeBron's <laughs> <laughs> pursuit of Kareem's all-time scoring title. Eric, what's up? Well, uh, first of all, uh, best uh, top of the day to you guys, but uh, Perloff, you deserve a whole new word in the English language because you couldn't be longer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll submit it to uh, Merriam-Webster. There we go. Take the five take the top five guys, uh, NBA scoring all-time, and figure out how many championships they have amongst them, that scoring that they did speaks directly, feeds directly into the number of championships. Now take the five top guys in terms of home runs, and how many championships did those home runs directly feed? And by the way, nobody really cares anymore because of all the steroids. It's become a very, very uh, diminished record. And the Aaron Judge thing, I've rarely seen thing more forced upon us because people don't really care that much about the all-time American uh, yeah, league, league uh, you know, yeah. a scoring champion, home run champion. It's like saying, who scored the most points in the Eastern Conference? We don't care it, about that. It, Eric, it was a way to, I mean, I totally get it, and I understand what you're saying, and solid call all the way around. Have a nice weekend. I, I just think it was a way to leave Bonds out of it. You know, I don't think baseball wanted the Barry Bonds side of this, like this sort of thing that's wrapped in oh, yeah, yeah. controversy. They just wanted to leave that to the side. I mean, listen, you and I talked about it. What's the real record? What should be acknowledged? At, so to say American League, was it was more calculated than yeah. just... Uh, it, it was an attempt to sort of make it all work out yeah. in an imperfect situation. I And I didn't love it. I got to agree. The American League home run record sounds a, a little lame. Yeah. Well. Because we don't really distinguish. Since interleague play came along, we don't really make the big distinction between AL and NL. Now they both have designated hitters. Yep. But there's still not the same. Like MVP and Cy Young are still by. Yeah. yeah. It's true. I wonder if that's going to. No, that won't go by the wayside because the players like it too much. That seems. And we were so used to it. I think we're okay with that. Yeah, and I think the players want more bites at the apple at possible awards, you know, because they get bonuses and stuff like yeah. that. And yeah, but wouldn't it just be cool to have like one MLB 
MVP and one Cy Young winner. Hey, wait, aren't they also taking away the amount of times you play someone in your division now? Like, you're not playing your division rivals like 19 times anymore. Yankees, Red Sox don't play 19 times anymore. That stinks. Why? I like it when they play a lot. I love it when the Mets, uh, Phillies, that's like. That's okay, but I, I think Mets, the, Marlins. Are you pumped about that one 19 times? Listen, I mean, the, when the, I'm watching some of the Marlins <laughs> pitchers, I'm like, all right. I think the schedule gets a little stale. I, I'd like to see it mixed up. It's more fun okay, when but you spread thing, it out. When I'm going to a game, mm-hmm. like if I buy a ticket and go to a game, I'd much rather go see, and you guys know Mets fan, I'd much rather see Mets, Phillies, Mets, Nats, Mets, Marlins even, then I'd rather go see Mets, Rockies. Don't you want to see somebody, Mets, Dodgers? or? Well, Mets, Dodgers, but the Dodgers will always be a draw. Yeah, I, I am the opposite. I, I would get a little bored by playing the same team over and over and over. I think it's good. The rivalries develop. You know, it's like Yankees, Red Sox. There's a reason why that's so good is because they meet at every portion of the season. You get early series, you get the summer series, and then they usually make it one of the last series of the year. The, yeah, no, I, I that particular case makes sense. But yeah. the NFL, when they have the Colts and the Jags play each other seven times a year, that's pretty boring. <laughs> at least it feels that way. Yeah, it always feels like the Colts are playing the Jags. Colts and Jags are <laughs> Thursday night, color rush. Yeah, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Hashtag color rush. Um, I'm sorry, you had something you, you wanted oh, yeah, to tell yeah. me. I just got, I got uh, an alert on my phone that is really interesting. It's uh, a buddy who covers the Eagles has actual sound from Jalen Hurts' press conference yesterday. Oh my gosh, that is not, Elliot? No, not Elliot. It, it's another buddy. It's, you don't know him. His name's Mike. Anyway, it's actual sound that wasn't picked up by a lot of people from Jalen Hurts' press conference, but I wanted to play it because I think you'll find it interesting, Maggie. Okay, so this is exclusive sound that Perloff has from, wow, from Jalen Hurts' press conference. Best player of the season. My best player of the season. Um, season's not over. What are we waiting for? Oh, no. Take this. Yeah. No, not the Rocky. Yeah, I mean, you didn't expect wow. the late Burgess Meredith to show up <laughs> at Jalen Hurts' press conference. But I, I got to tell you, I love Jalen Hurts' answer. I don't, I don't know how he came up on it. What's your best play of the season? The season's not over yet. Jalen Hurts is... Pretty darn near perfect as far as off the field stuff. What do you think was a better line this year? Jalen Hurts, season's not over yet, or Geno Smith, they wrote me off, I didn't write back. That was pretty good, too. And luckily, Geno could back it up. If Geno hadn't backed it up at all, then (laughs) if if he had sort of fallen off a cliff after that comment, (laughs) it would have been bad. Geno's at the Pro Bowl last night, or whatever that is, whatever we're calling it now, Pro Bowl skills competition. I'm just surprised that Jalen Hurts had a bassoon with him that he just started wailing away. <laughs> yeah. That was really impressive. Yeah, he's very musical. To, yeah, his commitment to the bit is really amazing. Yeah, he was we... in the marching band and the football team. <laughs> what are we waiting for? Take this! You know, I think now he's saying, what are we waiting for? Tickets. Yeah. <laughs> he needs the tickets. He needs tickets to the fight. Yeah. Yeah, the so, quarter man never gets tickets. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he has to buy them on his own. I don't know if you knew that. Shame. Wow. I, I just can't wait. Third quarter, game's getting a little close. Patrick Mahomes make a big play. That video comes up, and it's lights out Kansas City Chiefs. That's the prediction. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes, full participant in practice uh, today, yesterday, and today. Um, listen, he played on, what, four, five days? It was about five days rest yeah. that he had in between the divisional round and the championship. I think not only obviously he's going to play, but I think he's going to look fine. I don't. Now listen, the Eagles pass rush, pass rush, pass pass rush. 
is for <laughs> NFL legal counsel Jeff Pash littering and smoking the reefer. That that is like probably the number one if we're talking about X's and O's matchup that we're looking forward to is Patrick Mahomes against the Eagles front. Here's the issue: he might look good for a quarter or two quarters, but all you need is one or two plays where he can't plant the right way. I think. The fumble might have been ankle-related. I think he got a jolt of pain up his, his right the late foot. late in the third quarter when it just sort of slipped out of his hand? Yeah, so, and not only that, all the receivers are injured, too. Kelsey's got some back problem. There's just so much going on with Kansas City that not, you know, not knowing exactly where the medicine is, I think there's a lot of compelling reasons to pick the Eagles if just because of the Kansas City injuries alone. And I don't think Mahomes is 100%. I, I think he's 85. You know how this happens, though. We talk about injuries. Like, we talked about Kelsey having the back spasms and, you know, Mahomes' ankle didn't end up mattering, right? They ended up winning the game anyway. Uh, we talked about Lane Johnson. Was he 100%? Jalen Hurts' shoulder didn't end up mattering. I just feel like mm, with I, the two weeks and with the Super Bowl, like, and Hurts kind of got a pass because, you know, the 49ers fell apart once Purdy got hurt. You, the offense was just stymied. But Hurts did not look like himself at all. He threw for 125 yards in yep. a football game. And also his running was his average yard per carry was way down. Well, I think the reason why his passing was down is because Nick Sirianni was smart and knew that the 49ers couldn't score. So why start throwing the ball all around and giving the def- the 49ers defense a chance to get off the field quickly? Run the ball, wear them out, wear them down. It's exactly what they did, and you guys won easily. Absolutely, but that even when, he, did, when he passed early, it, it didn't look good. He couldn't pass anything past the sticks. There was no chunk plays at all. And honestly, I was more concerned. He had 11 carries for 39 yards. That's three yards a carry. Early in the season, he was going for way more than that. Yeah, but Five, six, seven, eight. They didn't need... They knew, like, the Eagles, once Purdy went out of the game and the, after the Josh Johnson fumble, you knew that you had him. Wait, I'm saying when, when Hertz did take off, it didn't look good. He And he ran well, a lot of times. he was time. protecting himself. Yeah, and I, I I worry that he's going to have to do that in the Super Bowl. Is he going to be completely be able to run abandoned, unabandoned like he did earlier? I think so because you're not leaving anything in the tank. This is it. You would have all off season if you, he probably needs surgery or something to work on the shoulder. This is the time. I think he's going to look really aggressive. I hope so because his running sets have been terrible since he came back from the injury. Well, you can understand. nine for thirteen, nine for thirty four, and eleven for thirty nine. Where earlier in the year. He, I mean, he, you see 17 for 90, 11 for 57, 9 for 27, 16 for 88, 17 for 157. He he gets 20 yards downfield. I don't see him doing that right now. I hope he I hope he can. Well, I mean, you guys also didn't exactly have the easy, the the hardest schedule. <laughs> well, it doesn't it doesn't matter when you can just see him run. It's not nearly the same. I don't care who you're going against. A quarterback who's fast is going to pick up a lot of yards. I think, remember we were talking about how the story came out that they, that Jalen Hurts, they told him to like fall on the other shoulder yes. or like all that. He's not going to be thinking about, I, I don't think he'll be thinking about that kind of stuff in this game. It's like empty the tank. Yeah. That's what I'm, um, as an Eagles fan, I'm hoping that, I mean, I don't want to see him get hurt, but let me just give you one set of comparative against the Giants. His first game before he got hurt, seven carries, 77 yards. The next game against the Giants, nine carries, 13 yards. And the next game after that, 9-34, it's a different player. I saw Greg Cosell do a video breakdown and say that his passing is way less effective now. He just does not, he doesn't look healthy. But I, I just want running. Run, run, run. Keep it out of Mahomes' hands. If I was the OC of the Eagles, which I'm not, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to put your resume in? <laughs> exactly how you describe what they did to San Francisco. That, that'd be a good formula to slow down the Chiefs, right? 
keeping Mahomes off the field. It's a smart idea. Have you thought about your bets yet? Yes. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking of them strategically against your bets because I'm down two points. What, what would we right. call it? Like I, I, I'm trailing you by two picks, if you will. So basically I have to make the picks and you're going to have to decide if you want to counter them. I think that's the way we should do it. Like you're in the, you're in the lead by two picks and we make three picks before each game. Yes. So I think you make your picks first and I'll have a, uh, I'll have like a spreadsheet and then I'll... <laughs> well, it'll be pretty obvious. There's one game and we pick the winner. We pick yes, the Yes, I'm going to have to go anti-you. But our props are different. Props are different. That's That'll be a distinguisher, but you're just going to have to play off me, which I think you're going to want to do anyway. <laughs> you're too emotionally invested. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't bet against the Eagles. I mean, can you imagine me not picking the Eagles in the Super Bowl and then they then they lose because I didn't pick them? Well, you could emotional hedge. I who? Think about it. I mean... I love a good emotional hedge because then you pick against your team if you really think it's going to be close or something, and then if they win, this boom. is from a woman who will not even bet on a Bills game under any circumstance whatsoever. You won't even emotional hedge. <laughs> you you have no interest. You because you are so scared that you're going to somehow affect the outcome. I mean, maybe Josh Allen's going to read one of your tweets four hours <laughs> before the game. Maggie didn't bet on us. Listen, crazier things have happened. Um, Mentioned that there could be a surprise coming later in the show. But the surprise is something that we need your help with. So the duck costume's just been sitting around doing nothing. Hanging up in the office, wondering, man, what do we do with the duck costume? So let's give this a whirl. If you have a problem or a question and you need advice on anything, could be life stuff, sports stuff, your choice. I'll answer your question in the duck costume. It's called the advice duck. Yeah. The, I mean, everyone knows the advice duck. Obviously. What's the connection between advice and the duck costume? Just thought it up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I Because I, I'm not going to like pretend to be a duck or anything like that. But if you have advice mm -hmm. or if you want advice, pardon me, on something, and you have a question, something you can't figure out, you need a, a, a neutral party, someone impartial, you know, I'll give you the truth. Can I say that Maggie gives great advice? Very good advice. Uh, and she does it in a very calm, reassuring fashion. I enjoy going to you for advice. So I think this will be a really cool segment. Listen, I'm good. I've got a lot of life skills here. First of all, I'm female. You got any questions, yeah, advice I mean, for I, women? Most you know. of us do not have a woman we can ask for honest <laughs> advice for. Yeah, it's like I'm the one the person who like lives down the hall. So is Maggie answering these questions or is the duck answering the questions? Maggie as the advice duck. No, I think it's just the advice duck. I'm sorry, just the, the advice duck. But yeah, I Maggie, still, Maggie's yeah. barely involved in this at all. Listen, yeah. I know it's 2023, but I'm not going to change genders when I go into the advice duck. So I'm still going to be a woman. You're just changing species. I'm going to change species, but I'm still going to be female. <laughs> Good to know. So I'm going to give advice in the duck costume. Yeah, what do I have going for me? Female? I'm a mom. That might mean something. It might not. Uh, what else? I uh, a great sports fan, very knowledgeable about sports. Thanks. Fashion. And uh, you know, I think I've got a level head. So you can either leave them in the chat if you have questions you want advice, or you can leave them uh, at Maggie Gray, at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. You can email us. Yeah. Maggie and Pearl off at gmail.com. You know, the great thing about a duck is you see them on the water and they're totally calm. But underneath, they're churning Sweet. those legs like crazy. That's me. That's Maggie. I know that is me. 
Yes, Perloff. See, here we go. Advice duck has now been unleashed on the world. You got questions, the duck has answers. Uh, we also have NBA, uh, excuse me, NFL stuff to get to, and we'll do that next. Time for a CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman. Well, when it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Back to Maggie and Perloff. It's been a fun show so far. And obviously the Kyrie Irving trade request, Perloff, kind of pushed the NFL to the back burner for a moment. But mm. there was a funny moment last night during the NFL skills competition, whatever we're calling I watched a bunch of people play dodgeball last night. I loved it. For five it. minutes and then I turned it off. I loved it. Oh, you liked it. it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the long drive contest was cracking me up. What was the, th- the second contest? I'm already forgetting what it was, but I enjoyed that one too. Dodgeball was okay. That was a little bit of a mess. <laughs> you think? Well, they had like high profile guys playing. It was like Miles Garrett and, you know, big like names. Oh, the water balloon thing. I that was cool. That. Yeah. I generally give them props. It was probably better than the actual Pro Bowl football game. I know they're doing a seven or uh, flag football game. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's for kids. You know, it's not for me, right? Yeah. It's for kids or for, you know, adults who are bored. But I thought it was just very funny when they were playing dodgeball. And at one point, it's three on one. And Eli Manning was the coach, I guess, and had to tell the guys, hey, everyone get a ball and throw it at him at the same time. I'm but like, what wow. were they doing before that? Just randomly throwing the ball at the one guy left. I'm like, you really needed Eli Manning to give you the heads up on this uh, strategy? Was, yeah. Crazy. I think I saw that, and the guy tried to catch one, <laughs> and then he tried to catch the next one. He dropped yeah. both of them. It's pretty yeah. good. It's actually, I think it was you know, Mika Fitzpatrick was the last man yes, standing. Yes, I did see that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I will give you one thing the NFL does is you never see these guys without their helmets. It's not the NBA, so it's hard to establish them as stars yeah. beyond the quarterback. So it was kind of cool to see them without their helmets. I did like that. Yeah, and you got a little personality, too. And speaking of personality, uh, ESPN, excuse me, NFL Network, was interviewing Derek Carr, and this was a event being held in Las Vegas, and they asked Carr some questions. Listen, Derek, you've thrown touchdown passes in Vegas before. You've been on fire. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. Uh, that's probably why I'm going somewhere else. 
<laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Such a good cell phone, which is funny because Derek Carr doesn't come off as somebody who is like that willing to be the butt of the joke, considering how many people no. he blocks on Twitter. And it no. seems like he's kind of sensitive, actually. So, yeah, but this is weird. I don't remember a quarterback being as mad at a team as he is openly as mad at them. This is unbelievable. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I get where he's coming from. I mean, listen, it's. He's oh, you gonna, think he has a right be to be mad? Uh, no, I don't. It's it's a business. They weren't right. winning enough. But listen, if he's the reason they got Devontae Adams, I mean, that's pretty good, right? You would think yeah. maybe they'd give him another year. But Did, yeah, I I I like what he's saying. And the funny thing is, I'm seeing the market. Everyone wants him now. He's so, a popular fella. <laughs> you think? Well, now that Brady retired, we're not sure what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Got a little news about that later. And then you know. Derek Carr is like looking like the cream of the crop. Yeah, exactly. If, if Rodgers doesn't move. If Rodgers stays at Green Bay, then what are you looking at? Jimmy G, Derek Carr. Carr sounds a lot better. More every day we get closer to actual April. He's looking good. Dude, at least he finishes seasons. Yeah. You know, for Jimmy, it's hard. He, you know, has tons of injuries. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So I thought that was kind of a lighthearted moment for Derek Carr. But yes, his market, I think, is going to be robust. The question is, like, you know, what... Listen, one thing I didn't realize, actually, about Stu's Raiders. May mm. I just stay on them for a second? A lot of cap space for a team that has given out some serious contracts. Devontae Adams. Really? Crosby. Yeah. Renfro and and Waller, they actually are a team that has some cap space and they have some picks. Like they've set themselves up in a pretty good place here. They just have a really glaring question, which is what the heck are you going to do yeah, with quarterback? Yeah, and Josh Jacobs is a free agent as well. Yeah, that's tough to pay a running back, even though yeah, he's but he was kind of he was kind of the heart and soul of the team last year. It'd be nice to have him back. I I am actually thinking the Jets are not out of Aaron Rodgers' possibility, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I think Joe Douglas, GM, who you've interviewed at WFAN. Uh, I've never interviewed him, but okay. we were, we're we cover the team very closely. And Robert Sala. Yes. That's a coach GM. I think if you they get Aaron Rodgers in a room, he's going to like those guys. Yeah. Those are those are very likable guys. And Nate Hackett's already there. And Nate Hackett's already yeah. there. So maybe, because some people are saying, oh, he's not going to want to be part of the Jets' his, recent history. It's been a mess. The front office has not been on the same page. They used to turn through GMs. Yep. I just and think coaches. I think Joe Douglas, the kind of person he is, and Robert Sala, I think Aaron Rodgers could be wooed by them. And there was that report on uh, PFN that the Jets are all in on him. So if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm not ruling out the Jets. Yes, you, you point out the New York media market's not ideal. Maybe well, it's the, just not a picnic. The talent's a, very good and promising, a little young. I I just think that if that GM and that coach get in a room with Aaron Rodgers, they can sell him. Um. Yeah, I mean, listen, we had Michael Lombardi on yesterday, and he said, you know, the one question that Joe Douglas and the Jets should have is, how long do you want to play? Mm, right. Because we're not going to move heaven and earth to get you for a rental for one year when they have this really young team. Well, the report said that they're all in. That's all in. All in's all in, but I want to be all in for more than a season if I'm going to trade a f two first-round picks like Peter King had, you know, had Wait, theorized okay. it was going to take. Where the Jets draft 13 now. 
they don't need another young player. They need a veteran at this point. Because they, they need got, a quarterback. <laughs> they need a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they have a young quarterback. They need a different quarterback. I mean, Joe Douglas, good GM, major whiff, though, on Zach Wilson. And those yeah. are usually the things that get GMs fired. But he, I think because of how he's built the rest of the team, gets one more bite at this apple. I mean, if it's Rodgers, that'd be quite is a that, coup. Is that a New York pun there? Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Yeah. And now I actually feel kind of bad that I said yeah, that. Yeah, the advice duck would have never done that. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't have. I kind of hate myself, actually. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Ramon is in Indianapolis. Ramon, what's up, sir? Hi, hi, you two. Two of my favorite people doing Mag and Pearl. Nice to talk to you on a good frigga. Frigga, the goddess of war. Uh, Friday here that <laughs> okay. we have. So <laughs> I throw a little Roman Roman history out there. But um, uh, I think Miami ought to move what they can, either Carr or Aaron Rodgers. That puts him over the top. Yep. Aaron Rodgers got two years left on his deal. That'll be fine for Miami. Derek Carr, I think with the Waddle and uh, Hill, that would do fine. Miami, they're in that division. They're looking up at Buffalo. New England is not that game. You just talked about the Jets. And if I'm Miami, I get one of those guys. Perfectly, I'll probably try to get Aaron Rodgers. It's a different, different conference. I think Green Bay will go for it. And uh, that should put them over the top. What do you guys think? Thanks for coming, call. Yeah, Ramon, yeah. solid. I love I it. Don't know about the Roman history thing, but, I mean, thank you for trying to make the show smarter. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, but, I said I said yes to the Jets. I assumed that Miami was going to stick with Tua because if he gets to Miami, that's got to be Rodgers' number one destination. I would think. I mean, especially because we know that Rodgers, maybe it's like they're not rookie receivers in New York, but, like, they're all yeah. young. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Would you rather? Second year and third year, your two best receivers. Yeah, and I know Waddle is still young, but, like, you could also be throwing the ball to Tyree Kill. Like, in Gusecki, if he stays with the team, I mean, they're a little bit more of a seasoned group. Again, yeah. Waddle is young, but like they're a little more of a seasoned group. Um Mike you McDaniel. see Mike McDaniel, you know, doing with Rogers? Ayahuasca with Rogers? Oh yeah. Like going down to Peru together. <laughs> oh. yeah. Birds of L- a little feather. Bit of vaping, a little bit but of is that good though? Is that good that they're birds of a feather? Do you need yeah. two two of these guys? Dude, you, they are speaking the language. They're in the drum circle just like yeah. passing you, you, off. You won't hear Mike McDaniel saying that he doesn't hang out with Aaron Rodgers outside the facility. We know that. <laughs> yeah, no, those two dudes are hanging out. Hanging. Well, actually, they're probably about the same age. I think, actually, Rodgers might be older. we got to check that. Or, no, is, is McDaniel 39? Anyway, they're real close. They're really, really close. Uh, coming up, all the latest on the big trade request came in today. We got that for you. Plus, Kay Adams joins us in the next hour. Lots to do here on Maggie and Prof. Oh, and the advice duck. Send in advice your questions duck. now. <laughs> you got advice? The duck will give you an answer. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.